Podcast episode 34. This house Caravan, co-host, co-swag manager of baseball analytics, drinking a specialty drink. Your boy got uh the most ratchet thing you could get. Raz balls, cocktails, tequila Rita. Take away, Lindley. Kyle Lindley, driveline R D engineer, drinking a uh fresh hop. From Fresh Off's Beer from Cloudburst, Splash Waterfalls, courtesy of director Joe Marsh. Shout out. Okay, dude. Just because just because he's our boss doesn't mean he has good beer taste. <laughs> True. And I'm Anthony Brady, the primary host of the Driveline R&D Research and Drinks podcast, episode 34. I'm drinking Cloudburst Ultra Wet, uh, fresh wet hops, also courtesy of, of Joe. Uh, Yabin, so fresh hop season. Very excited about that. And uh, today we we have a guest, uh, Louisa Gauchi, who's drinking a Vegemite smoothie. No, not today. I'm actually drinking a protein shake because I just finished working out, my friends. Okay, so a protein shake with Vegemite in it, I think. Uh Aha, funny (laughs) jokes today. Hilarious. And Anthony, Anthony, wait, Anthony, I think you misspoke. I'm actually the um, primary host of today's episode. So, um. No, I don't think that's right. Okay, we can we can clip that out. That'll be fine. No one will um, know about that. No, no, I'm super proud of Louisa. Isn't it? Didn't you just start working out this week? That, that's awesome. You're already, uh, like, having protein shakes and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Learning quick. Hey, Alex, how many uh, pull-ups did you do the other day? Oh, wait, no, muscle-ups. That's right. Sorry. Ooh. If you want to go on my Twitter... Uh, my second day at driveline, you'll see that Alex Caravan cannot do a pull, uh, muscle up uh, at all. So, wow, funny <laughs> you said that one. The, po- the podcast has started off way too contentious off the bat. It, it, okay. it's funny. It is funny because check out this video of me doing muscle ups. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I have I'm a video sorry. of me doing Dang. muscle ups on my phone? Caravan, that it, it's tough because we can a, barely see that and b barely hear you. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> We get the point. I think we get the point. Okay. Uh, guest <laughs> episode, Louisa, brand new uh, hitting intern at Driveline Baseball. Uh, what, you started last week, a week and a half ago? Uh, today will be day 17 on my Twitter feed. <laughs> okay, so, so two. Yeah. So you're in. You're you're in to, into week three. That's right. Yes. Okay, yes. so into week three. Um, yes, Louisa, <laughs> she plays baseball. Um, is all right? I mean, a fake 100 mile an hour exit velo last week. Uh, hey, she, she if Rep Soto said it, it must be right. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of, kind of BS. She was tweeting out a misread. Um, you know, whatever. It's cool. You can, you with, can fool some people, DK, but as long as you know that that was fake, I guess that, you know, is what matters. But, um, yeah. I know, Louisa, man. It's, it's, the, it's the road to the show. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. just trying to get drafted this year. Exactly. <laughs> just just throw up the 100 mile an hour exit velos. Um, <laughs> yep. Louisa's from from Australia. Now living in the states. Thoughts so far. Seattle. Yes. Is this your first time in Seattle? Yes, it is. I was here on a layover to Alaska, Alaska. So. Oh, go to that. Alaska for. Yeah, I was playing baseball in Alaska. Actually, uh-huh. that was my yeah. That was my first um, last year summer. We went to Alaska and we versed the gold panners. Oh, you went to Fairbanks. Yeah, that was my first time uh, where people actually cared that like I was a girl playing baseball, and then I ended up like making CBS and stuff, and that's kind of like how it started. Mm. Where do you remember like, when? Oh yeah, pardon. Do you remember when you went to Fairbanks? Was it like June? Yeah, yeah, it was um July, July in last year. Did you save the dorms? Yeah, did, we did. How how crazy is it that it doesn't get dark ever? We played wiffle ball outside until like two o'clock in the morning every single day. Yeah. It was amazing. We played was well. So we fun. played in the we played in the midnight sun game. So they, yeah, they canceled. So they they canceled like we had like a really big series. They canceled a lot of it because we were there during the fires. So we actually oh. couldn't be outside. Yeah, okay. it was crazy. Like we had to wear masks like everywhere. We couldn't be outside wow. longer than fifteen minutes. So we only ended up playing for three days when we were there for over a week. 
and then they just condensed every game. So oh, yeah. it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we played it. We played in the Midnight Sun game. I mean, it was like the weirdest thing. We were, it was one a.m. There were no lights, and we were just playing like a normal baseball game with like fine lighting. But I, I yeah. distinctly remember those dorms being terrible because like the blinds were so shitty and it was just sunny at all times. Like the sun was just like through the window and like couldn't sleep at all. It was, it was like, yeah, I was super lucky. I packed my eye lock. So I was, uh, I was fine. <laughs> that's clutch. Yep. That's clutch. Yep. Yeah. We, we took beds from like the other rooms and like stuffed them into the windows to like, Try to make the rooms dark because they were just so Yeah, bright. because there's what, like three bedrooms in each dorm? Like it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And yeah. then there isn't that many people in the team. So there's yeah. so many like spare rooms. And then they had like the bazooka, whatever the hell it's called, that like the kazoo. The kazoo. Oh, like the Vuvuzela it, thing? Yeah. The and the, the guy. Uh, BJ's ice cream sandwich. It's called bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> I think that. Isn't that a, isn't that a bazooki? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, some thing. It's you would know what they're called. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, right. No, didn't need to go. Louisa, Louisa, you play at uh, West West LA. Yeah, yeah, West West LA College. Yeah, okay. It's a JUCO. I'm on that JUCO grind. And what? So. Yeah, JUCO grinder. <laughs> what position do you play? Actually, I actually never asked you this. I play second base because okay, you know, I, I I'm really short. I don't throw ninety from the outfield, and I don't throw ninety from the mound. So. It will be soon, very shortly. Yeah, you're training, yeah, training here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, I play second base. <laughs> Lucy, you want to drop some stats for for uh for perspective? So uh, people, people I, know you're, okay. you're, you're you're a badass. Well, uh, non misread exit feeler is eighty three, and uh, my PR like feeler uh, was seventy. Uh, what else? My sixty Dead yard list. times. Oh my debt! My deadlift is three sixty-five. Um, These are all know. higher than caravan. This is very impressive. My, my <laughs> bench, oh, my bench is one thirty-five. And that's actually it? higher than Brady. That Brady is actually higher than me. That is actually deadlift, higher than me. But that is legitimately higher than Brady. Yeah, it's like legit. Yeah, yeah. it legitimately what? is. It legitimately is. Wait, so on the scouting scale, on the women's scouting scale that you created, you're probably higher than caravan, right? Exactly right. That's incredible. <laughs> that's what, that's one of the reasons why I created it. Cause it was just like, I'm sick of just trying to prove to people that like, I'm actually like good, but it was, it was I never like read well on the men's scale. And I was just so frustrated with the fact I'd have to like sit down with people or they have to come out and see me play and be like, Oh, look, you're actually not that bad. But like, uh, yeah, like on a, like a men's scale, they're just like, wow, you're just like so average or you're just like a high school player. Why would we want you on the team? Do you want to, like, do you want to go into it? Do you want to talk about like, uh, you're, you know, the scouting scale made you famous that got you a couple hundred Twitter followers. <laughs> you know, I mean, almost, yeah. as many as, almost as many as, uh, like, you know, Lindley's, but, um, you know, <laughs> so decent, decent chunk were off the gate. I, but I, 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 I still, I, I still have uh, more Twitter followers than the other hitting intern, all of them. So Let's go. that's, that's one of the things that I continue to thrive for. And I'm I trying to so. beat, uh, John in the hitting department as well with his Twitter followers. So. Oh, that's yeah. me tough. That's me yeah. tough. He is, getting uh, content's he is better. a content grinder. Yeah, your yeah. content's better, but he's a, he's a content. He's for sure like, uh, I mean, I don't want to use any, you know, John does what he can, right? Like not all of us have good content. So he just like, hey, Alan Nathan, check out this article. Hey, POB <laughs> guy, thought you might like me doing math. But I mean, you got to give it to him. He, he does try, so. Hey, he quote tweets me, so I can't complain. Um, but yeah, I could go into my scouting scale. Actually, uh, I so I pre- this is the second time I've presented this at a Sabre conference. The first time I presented it in Boston, um, only one person thought it was good. Uh, I got very like, it got like a lot of feedback, but a lot of people just didn't understand what it was. And I don't think I even understood what I was even talking about. Um, the only reason, like, I actually presented at a conference was because, like, I won scholarship money. So I didn't know what it was. This was my first intro into, like, sabermetrics and baseball. I didn't even know there was sabermetrics in baseball. All I saw was that they were giving out, like, diversity scholarships for, like, a woman who speak. And I was like, I can think of something. I'll think of something to speak about. So, like, yeah, I just talked about the, like, inequities in baseball and just the fact that compared against men, girls, like, 
like aren't great, you know? And I, as a player, as like a female player, I see that there's just, I see this like directly through coaching, through like, um, just like what we have, um, like access wise. And just like people are like, like uneducated and they just don't really know like how to coach like females and people like don't care enough to track data for them either or they just don't know you could so kind of like my that was my like what I kind of talked about and then I brought up stats from like the women's world cup in 2018 I brought up every single country and people like don't process well with like more than two or three things like in a graph I think so me showing a graph of like nine countries kind of just threw everybody off Mm. so yeah, the concept was there, but I had no idea what I was talking about. It was my first experience. I didn't know. And when happened. was so, this? What, what month was this? Um, I'm not sure I understand. Ooh. <laughs> By what? Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> I said, what month is this? <laughs> it, was, it was August August of 2019. Yeah, it was uh, a month before I my, my first year of college. So, yeah. It was, this is, yeah I just, this is for... This is for women's baseball specifically, right? Um, yeah. Well, the Sabre Conference was the normal one, um, like the one of the ones they usually do. Right, right. Because I was going to say yeah. that even like when, when Lindley and I were at Slugfest last year, like that felt like it was the case for softball. So I can't even imagine like how much, you know, worse in terms of like accessibility women's baseball would be comparatively, right? And, and it's, that, it's like – it's non-existent. And again, yeah. I'm going to plug my hitting clinic that I'm doing a driveline nice. uh, starting next week. Yep. But that's why I'm bringing that here because in Australia, we did a really good job at getting like girls in grassroots level and building them up. So I know how successful that is. And currently we have like, I'm going to say a whole, like, we have a whole state titles, which is a whole tournament and there's around nine or 10 teams. So that's only in our state. That's how many players we had. So what? That's like ninety, like ninety, like hundred and ten kind of girls playing right now. How many? How many states are there? Is there like fifty? Pardon? How many states? Like eight. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Those are pretty um, weak numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's why I want to bring it here to Seattle because there's no women's teams here currently, and yeah, I just think that bringing it here shows girls that they don't have to play softball and that there are opportunities for females to continue on in the sport. So yeah. Um, yeah. Back to my scouting scale though. Yeah. I represented it last year. Didn't go like very well. I kept at it. Um, when I had like more stats, I messaged Caravan. I was like, Hey, I don't know how to do this. And then he helped me with my Excel spreadsheet. He did one line of it. He said, okay, now just copy this. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I ended up finishing that, which is amazing. And then uh, I, presented, I presented it at the Women in Baseball Sabre Conference and got a lot of like positive feedback from that. Because again, it was, I kind of cut it down and I presented it in one graph, just like Australia. And I was like, here's how Australia compares like on the women's side to the men's scouting scale and then the women's scouting scale. And then this is why it works. And people like appreciated that. Mm. So, yeah. So I've gotten a lot of like really positive comments from that. I've got a lot of people reaching out to me, wanting to like learn more about it, how to Im- implement it into their women's team. And then they get, send me that more data. So this is for me, it's like super exciting because now I can keep updating it. And hopefully by the end of the year, uh, again, with like using some more like exit below stuff here in the facility when I have the women's oh, clinic you. going on. No. We'll be doing it off a machine. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll be doing it off a machine because we have uh, access to that. Uh, and it's, nice. yeah, I, I, I like to keep my data clean. So we're <laughs> going yeah, to have the same uh, kind of like concept for everybody here. So, I was going to, yeah. I was- I was going to ask, uh, I watched your presentation yesterday from the uh, women in baseball conference and I was, you mentioned in there that you want to, uh, extend it to like exit velocity. And then there was a, across the diamond velo or yeah. a speed that you wanted to incorporate. Have you gotten any closer to being able to add that to the, um, to the scouting scale? And also, yes. uh, for people listening and watching, there's going to be a link. We can put a link to the presentation in the description. And for people watching, this shit slaps, dude. Raz balls. Buzz ball, you mean? <laughs> this is strong. It's a buzz ball. ball buzz dude. ball? You can't even read it right? That's how oh much it slaps? God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
All the walking he's been doing, he's delusional. Yeah, yeah. That's also true. So what I have done since then, I've updated the left-hand hitter to first base. Uh, I just like went on and like just kind of like Googled it. I was like, okay, I mean, this is this isn't like rocket science. I'll just like cut off like point ten of a second. So that's kind of what I did to like sort that out. Um, but in saying that, I got more data in the past week to update that. So uh, the home to first time for right-handed hitters for women is probably going to change by the end of the year anyway, because I have more like data points anyway. Um, and then again, like that's going to change from there. Uh, Exophilo, I am getting closer to, uh, again, like I got sent data, but I'm not going to use it because I don't know what they did with it. So I like, for me, I'm not going to take data. I don't know how they set it up. They're not going to, if they don't provide me with like a sheet saying like, we did exactly this, or they show me with video proof or something like that. I don't want to, I'm not making this like wishy-washy. I'm like making this, like, it's going to be correct kind of thing. So Exophilo, I've been using my stuff here. Um, and then again, like I'm going to be doing the women's clinic. So I'm going to be getting uh, a lot more kind of out of there and then reaching out to people externally again, uh, to see what they have, uh, and the different things, because yeah, I don't think everyone has a hit tracks, but yeah, that's, right. that's kind definitely, of the plan. definitely everyone doesn't have a hit tracks. Yeah. Is there a, is there a powerhouse nation when it comes to like, women's baseball is there one that's like, oh 100 yeah japan oh really i mean i, I feel oh, like yeah I probably could have expected Makes sense. that yeah yeah so they've won the world cup the last six years in a row i'm gonna really? say they're on like a six yeah yeah or it, and it's just like Very it's not even close well. like it's close but they always win to who um is there like a you know is there like a tier where it's like a couple teams at the top. Yeah, just, yeah. So okay. okay, it's it's Venezuela, Australia, Japan, Canada, and USA. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. So, and Japan is just the top of that tier. Japan is always the top, and like really? they've had the same MVP pitcher for years. Like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like eight nine years. Oh, wow. She's been MVP. Yeah, she's like the one of the best pitchers in the entire world. She's oh, insane. Yeah. And her velo is like is like around seventy, so. Yeah. And it, on my on my scouting scale, if you see it, it's it's pretty high. <laughs> Let's go. That's, how does uh how does baseball in Australia compare to like you playing here? Whether it's uh, at uh, the college level or just like training facilities. Um, okay, I'll tackle the training facilities first. We have nothing like this in Australia, especially where I'm from. I'm from Brisbane. It's kind of a smaller city. Um, we do not have anything. I love this place. Uh, I think the most training we ever did in like a single week was three days a week. And that was considered like, oh, you're part of like the elite program if you train three days a week. So, um, coming here and then being able to train like six days consistently a week for the past over a year now has been insane and amazing. And now I realize like, oh my God, everyone's so good because they train every single day kind of thing. Um, we don't have like any indoor facilities in like in my city, uh, coaching wise. It's just that good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not a market. There's no market for it. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, like programs for us would cost like a hundred to $300 for like four months of training, you know? So it was, yeah. And I mean, like for us, we kind of just get everything from America and we would rely on people coming back from college or, like one off times, like coaches would go into spring training, like this one time, like someone goes to spring training, then they come back and we, we would be relying on them to provide like, Oh, this is the best new best thing in baseball. But besides that, like we were pretty much like out of the loop just because of like, I'm going to say like, like just coaches just weren't educated enough, I uh, guess. Yeah. Like in Australia, it's very like old school coaching and that kind of thing. Cause oh. yeah, like cause one is like, there's no market for it. So that means there's no jobs for it. Even with professional baseball, all the players like have two jobs and like playing baseball is kind of like their side thing. They do like on the weekends um, cause they're only weekend series. So wow. that's, that's pretty yeah. interesting because like as far like Australia is very well known for like sports science in general because it's generally like very well funded over there like specifically like 
applied biomechanics to sports performance. Um, I mean, arguably better than a lot of us programs like in, in yeah. America, it's really hard to get, uh, applied sports performance, like NIH grant funding for research. Whereas that's like a, a, a big piece in Australian biomechanics labs. Like I know that when I was looking at like, uh, post-grad, you know, places to go for, for like masters or PhD stuff, like a ton of my professors were rec- recommending, uh, universities in Australia. And I think like generally a lot of like really brilliant sports scientists and like sports biomechanics Thanks. that I know have like come from, uh, Australia. Oh, never so, mind. so it's like, it's pretty interesting that you say that. Like, uh, yeah, like for me, like that's insane too. And I think, uh, one of the things is like, again, baseball isn't well known. And I, I guess a lot of right. the research that they're doing is for cricket or swimming yeah. or like rugby, like just something that's not baseball because in, like baseball is, is like lower than like some random sports. And right. there's like a whole list on like the Australian uh, sports Institute website of all the lists that and like percentages of like people that play mm. and baseball is like on the second page. <laughs> is that, is, is that including like male? Is that including like, just general oh, yeah. baseball? No, it's just general baseball. Wow. For us, like, even saying, like, oh, I play softball is kind of like, really? Why? You oh, know, wow. so for, so for like, being a female playing baseball in Australia isn't like, oh, my gosh, that's insane. It's wow. like, oh, okay, like, makes sense. It's just like playing softball. Like, no one really knows about softball that much. Yeah. I guess, I guess that makes sense. But it also seems like, you know, I mean, because of that, like, there are like really good sports scientists over there. So it seems like they, they would have the resources to do that. It seems like the sport just like lacks, uh, popularity, yeah. I guess. Exactly. And it's just like, again, it's like having people that like, care or they understand that they need it in baseball. Again, right. I think it comes back to like education and people just don't know what's out there. You yeah. know, they don't know to bring that to the sport. Um, but I think they're starting to, which is good. I have heard that like, they're bringing on a lot of universities in um, to like the baseball programs to nice. just collect data, analyze it, and just like uh, pull like uh, cut, like start sorting out like research kind of nice. things that they want to do like on their own. Yeah, so, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case that like Australia just starts pumping out whether it's like biomechanics or just like applied sports performance studies in baseball. Like that wouldn't surprise me at all because it's just so much easier to get like uh, university grant funding for for research over there. So. I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. they like overtook, you know, um, th- like maybe U.S. labs or institutes in terms of like publications. I, I could definitely see yeah, that. which would be uh, pretty sick to be honest. Luke, you want to talk about how you got into baseball because it's a pretty good story and figure this is the biggest platform you've been on. Our podcast regularly gets at least two hundred uh, listeners, so wow. now everyone's going to be able to hear about it. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, that yeah. is actually really interesting. If baseball is like isn't that popular in Australia, why why did you? I, know, I just told you it's a good story, dog. I told you it's a good a, story. Let her talk. It's a funny story. So, <laughs> so I mean, I, we only I went to an all girls school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been at an all girls school since like third grade, and then it was sixth grade. We had softball trials. Like no one has ever played softball at my school. Like it was the first intro to it. You only play softball from fifth grade to like twelfth grade, and then I tried out for the team. I sucked. Um, the only thing I could do was hit. Then the coach pulled me aside and was like, we're not putting you on the team, but someone just got injured. We just talked to like your HPE coach. She said like, you play tennis. So we assume that you can hit the ball. You know, like we'll put you on the softball team. Ended up like benching the whole season. I sucked, never played. Um, and then it came to like sixth grade. The same thing happened. They actually put me down a grade and they like kind of like didn't play me again. And then I went home to my mom and I was like, mom, this is so fun. Why don't they like, let me play? Like, I really like softball. I really want to keep playing this. And then she's like, oh, okay. Then like, we'll sign you up for softball then. And then uh, we like looked around for softball teams. We found one 15 minutes away. And then we found a baseball club 10 minutes away. And if that doesn't, like, this doesn't really describe my, like my family. Like uh, she ended up signing me up for baseball because she thought it was the same sport. And because it was closer to our house and she hates driving. So five five like, minutes closer. No way. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> right. Like if that doesn't describe like my family, like they like they don't really they don't really like like sport that much. So for them, like driving someone to like they'll just drop me off and then go home kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So 
basal field was 10 minutes away and then softball field was 15 minutes away. I didn't realize I was the only girl at the club. I didn't realize girls didn't play baseball. I was just like, oh, it's the same thing. Like, wow. I'm like, I played Wii, I played Wii baseball. Must be the same. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a fun time. I would, yeah, I would definitely, my first uh, season there, I didn't stick around for training for the full like duration. Mm-hmm. The, like the whole season i was so scared because i was the only girl there and i sucked i was so bad like, it was terrible this is this was <laughs> then, uh like sixth grade uh yeah like seventh grade okay. it was that was seventh grade at that point okay. yeah um and then when i came back for the next season the parents came up to me and was like you came back and i was like yeah <laughs> was i not meant to <laughs> yeah and then it kind kind of went from there i just kind of said like yes to everything i went to every single trial i never made a team until i was like 16 i just like i just kept going and it kind of like went from there where i was just like i'm just having so much fun and i'm like i'm gonna keep going because i know one day i'm gonna get there then it got to the point like uh the team that i played for was like one of the best like in the country and then we won like a whole bunch of like state titles and stuff and then I, in my head, I was like, because all these guys are going to college. And I was like, if I can make this team and they're all going to college, then I can go to college. Yeah. I was like, I have to. And then so when I started like looking at like recruiting things, I was like, yeah, I'm going to play baseball. And they're like, no, we're not, we're not recruiting you for baseball. And I'm like, like, why not? And uh, kind of like went from there. And like, that's when I started like Olympic weightlifting. So I was like, well, if they're not going to put me on the team, then like, I'm going to get stronger. So they have to, like, I'm going to get better. And then I ended up like getting recruited for Olympic weightlifting at Menlo College. Oh, nice! And oh, I and didn't they, know that. Shout out! Yeah, Ocho. and then yeah, okay. the and then they kind of yep. they promised me a spot on the baseball team, so I said yes. And then I signed like the doc saying like, yeah, I'll do weightlifting, and then yeah, I'll play on the baseball team. They ended up like messaging me a couple weeks later saying like, hey, you know, like all for like weightlifting, we're gonna put you on the club baseball team, Ooh. and I was like. no (laughs) i was like oh no and then at the time like the same time i was like coaching the queensland national team like the men's team and they had a series against a usa team uh that came over my head coach actually so like the head coach that was actually like the college coach that i'm at right now one of the boys in the outfield got injured the head coach was like to me hey louisa you bring your stuff today and I was like, of course I did. So I just like got to my car, um, grabbed my bat and stuff. Cause I was already in like my coaching gear and it already had like the uniform on to play. And then he was like, okay, you're going to go play right field today. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so I ended up like playing against the series against like the USA team. Um, I played like pretty well. And then the coach came up to me afterwards and was like, Hey, you know, like we've got a summer program. Did you want to come to the U S to like play? Cause, cause he asked me, he's like, Oh, like, you play baseball. And I'm like, yeah, I play baseball. And then, um, yeah, I ended up like moving to LA for the summer, still kind of like planning on committing to Menlo. I was there for two weeks in LA. And then my coach came up to me and was like, hey, like, have you thought of just like staying here? Like, we'll offer you a spot on the team. And I was like, yes. So I kind of like cut off Menlo like straight away and was like, sorry, I'm going to Juco. Because like that was like the dream, you know, it was, I always knew I was going to, it was going to happen. And as soon as like junior college, like that was the plan from the beginning. It was like junior college baseball. Like, that's what I want to do. Um, Cause like in Australia playing junior college baseball is kind of like it's huge. Like, it's just like, Oh my God, you're going to play college baseball. So right. I didn't realize like what junior college was. I had no idea. I just thought like, I'm making, I'm, I did it. Like I made it. And I, I like, now I'm here. I'm just like, I can do better than this. I'm like, this isn't, this isn't it. So two questions, two questions. One, how many times have you told that story? Because it's a really good story, and I'm really impressed that you're like just as enthusiastic as when you first told it to me. So I'm just like, damn, she's got a story on lock. And two, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, wait, I can. Oh, I'll, I'll answer it. Okay, so I've told this story like a, a lot because obviously it's like it's funny and yeah. it's just like unbelievable. Like it's just stupid. Obviously, yeah. there's like a lot of years I missed, like explaining like how I got to here. Like I was in North Carolina. Okay. So like I got picked for like the junior Australian team. I said no to them. They're going on a trip to Japan. Cause at the same time I got invited to play summer ball in North Carolina slash Virginia. Oh, and nice. I was just like, 
I was like, ah, I'm to go to America because the trip was longer and it like fed into school time. Mm. And so I was like, I'm, I want to skip school. I want to go to America right. instead of like going with the Australian team. And then I ended up going there. I met like a lady who also played college baseball and she like kind of just like pushed me. She was like, Hey, if you want to do it, do it. And I was like, that's it. Like I'm doing it. So like that was, there was, there's a lot of turning points in my life. And like, yeah, that was, those are my huge ones, but like they're, they're like kind of the main ones. So I've told that story like a lot. Cause it's just like, it's just funny, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. like, Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I figured, and I was, I was, I was impressed by you, like, still bringing it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, you know, my mom drove me to baseball practice. It was closer, but like, it's, it's time you tell us where you're, you're engaged. And uh, second was, uh, so, so given that you were like obviously following baseball stuff more close in America, I know you're like a big, uh, you're obviously a big Dreadland fan, big Eric Sim fan. So I was just like uh, curious, like, what other, what other heroes? I mean, obviously a big fan of me. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, what, what, what are the kind of like uh, people that you look up to when you're like coming up playing baseball in Australia, or people, or, or, like, or, or, or would you follow? Honestly, like that's so interesting, and like I'm literally gonna say like nobody. Um, who, there was no one for me to look up to. I had no idea what I was doing. No, like, there was no one I knew that have, was like doing the same thing I was doing. None of the boys in my city were going to California. They're all going to some random junior colleges in like other states. Um, you know, people I talked to didn't believe that I was going to do it. They didn't believe that I was actually going to America. They didn't believe I was playing baseball. They were surprised when I said I was playing college baseball. Um, like I would Google people and be like, I don't know who what I want to be kind of thing. So one of the people that like, I was actually like their biggest fan. Uh, her name's like Kelsey Whitmore. Uh, she's she played professional baseball when I was uh, fifteen, and I actually like DM'd her and I was like, "Oh my god, like you're seventeen, like I'm fifteen, like you're playing professional baseball. Oh my gosh, like give me advice. Like you play with like a wood bat. That's crazy. When did you start swinging your wood bat?" And it's hilarious because she's actually my trading partner now. Mm. Um, so like. We always like bring that up. We're just like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, wait, this is this is um, yeah. I talked to Kelsey, right? This is the girl that you, you told the yeah. about her. Okay, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, so I like I said I said uh, caravan up with Kelsey because she had questions about like some software that she wants to like develop hmm. with that her so master's funny. degree. Yeah, it was so random. Yeah, <laughs> she like she, like guessed me, and I was telling um, I was telling my girlfriend who you guys all know, and I was just like, yeah, it's like I was like I gotta go talk to this girl at, tonight. It's like, what are you talking about? And I just like showed her the DM, and she's like, like, what? I'm like, yeah, I gotta go talk to. <laughs> yeah, so she like she was she played professional baseball. She's like super sick, and yeah. like right now she's like training without me back in LA at like my yeah. old facility. Um, so like I don't know, she's like super sick that like now I'm obviously like best friends with Kelsey, and when I was 15, she was like, oh my god, you're so famous, and like now I'm just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, stop like, it. I, I lift more than you. I was like, I lift more than you still. I'm like, no. So I, I'm excited. But I mean, like now, hey, I'm friends with Rachel now. So yeah, I was Rachel gonna... who? Yeah. yeah. Who's Rachel? <laughs> uh, Rachel Luba, I think she's talking about. Oh, yeah, Rachel yeah. Luba. She's great. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Nice. I was yeah, actually going to ask, uh, because okay. you mentioned, I had to, I had to hear that Rachel was coming to visit the facility from Louisa. Rachel didn't even reach out to me first. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, Rachel, who? Yeah. Why would you reach out to you, Lindley? Because we're good friends. Um, oh. And I was curious. I was curious to hear if, like, it seems like there's a kind of a community um, of of women in baseball, kind of like blazing the trail for for future women to like grow up and eat, and eat, be playing and coaching baseball. And I was wondering, like, how like bit of a community do you have? Uh, like, do you have a bunch of a bunch of friends in in the U.S. and in Australia? And like, kind of how does how do you like grow that? Like, how do you reach out to people usually and meet people and, and things like that? So I'm gonna say like meeting Rachel was kind of funny because we met at um, winter meetings last year in 2019. So after I presented at the Boston conference, I got asked to go to the commissioner's office in New York oh, and like, wow. like walk around the office and like meet people and stuff by the, uh, the head of diverse, the diversity and inclusion department. So like that was the first thing. And that, that meeting, they actually told me, they said, Louisa, you got to make a Twitter account. And I was like, 
what? Like, what's Twitter? Because, so, uh, yeah, at the time I had no, I, everything of my social media was private because, like, I like didn't really care. Like, what I was doing like wasn't a big thing. That means they told me make everything public, make a Twitter account, and like just wait. Like, it's gonna it's gonna happen. I was like, all right, fine. Um, so like that that like the start of that. Then at that meeting, they invited me to winter meetings. Um, they had a diversity and inclusion um, weekend, so it was like two two days or three days, mm. and we got to sit in, um, and they just gave us like speeches. That's where Rachel was. She gave a speech about like being hired by the Yankees, and she got hired like a week earlier. So I had heard of her, and then it was like a week. I was like, oh my god, like she's on the stage. Oh. I was like, what? And she was like, just um, the way she talked. I was like, you're exactly like me. And internally, I was like, this, it gives me like so much hope because she also did like Olympic lifting and all that kind of thing. And I was like, it's me. Like, that's literally me. And so she came off the stage and like, like straight away, like tens of people just like run up to go talk to her. Because obviously she just got named the coach, like first, first female, you know, like people want to talk to her. So I was like, kind of like waiting back and I was like, I'm going to catch her like off guard and like try to talk to her and then uh she was like walking to another meeting and i like grabbed it i was like rachel i was like i play college racer like i'm trying to like get stronger like i don't know what's happening like i still suck <laughs> and she like she like looked at me and she was like oh, i don't have time to talk to you right now <laughs> and i was like oh, okay and then so she left and then the next day we had like a run table meeting kind of thing like that was part of the program. Like you got to like sit at tables and like meet influential people in baseball. So like she was at one of the tables that I was sitting at. And then they said like, Hey, introduce yourself. And so then I introduced myself. And then, then she looked at me and she's like, Oh, okay. This makes sense. And then, um, after that, like I got a picture with her and then she posted the picture on her Instagram. And then that's how I knew I was like, me and Rachel are friends now. I was yeah. like, that's pretty sick. And then like, yeah, like, uh, after that turned out, we had like three mutual friends when I coming back to LA, uh, she went to school with a, like, a bunch of guys that I actually trained with and like coached me right now. They ended up calling Rachel and being like, you know, like, yeah, we know Louisa. Louisa's like trains here too. And then she, yeah. Then after that, like she kept up with all my like lifting videos and she like, uh, like messages me like a lot. And then, yeah, since working at driveline, uh, you know, just being like, Oh, okay. Then she's like, she's coming now. And she's gonna be my roommate, so I'm super excited to. It's gonna be it's gonna be hectic. It's gonna be. Wait, Rachel's mo- Rachel's moving into the house with uh, Alex and Anthony. No, no, no. Uh, I'm I'm with Gordo right now. I moved yeah. to Gordo. Oh, <laughs> Lisa was kicked out. That is a busy house. <laughs> Lisa was kicked out. Yeah, I was so I was sick. kicked out. I cleaned too much. That would be absurd. <laughs> Yo, wait, yeah. wait, real quick, is that is that is that is that true? I, I know you're telling um I know you're telling Katie that the only way the house stayed clean was was you cleaning it. Like be honest. And and, and I'll, I'll try to mute Brady if I can on the Zoom. But is that like what, what was the kind of the split on cleaning? Obviously my brother did nothing, but what, what, what was kind of the split there? Um, I, I I'm gonna say like uh I don't know if anyone else did the dishwasher, but I did it every day. <laughs> um I know Brady left his pizza stuff out. <laughs> Okay, just I to wake be clear, up in the morning. I don't use the dishwasher. I just hand wash everything. So anyway, I wake I wake up in the morning and there's a knife that has pizza sauce on it. That was, there's na- a, that was that's happened knife. before. That that was that, that's knife. a classic Brady move. That's happened before. Can, can okay. confirm. That's clearly, can confirm. Clearly an Andy wow. knife. Clearly an this one. And then and then I'm I'm eating my my homemade dinner. Brady walks in with homemade dinner a- of <laughs> three Dick's cheeseburgers. <laughs> Is that what you're going to call nearly, a homemade dinner? And, and this one time, I nearly ran Brady over because he was running across the road from the dicks. No, no. <laughs> I was going to the gas station to get some water. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. You got some water? <laughs> and then he, he comes in. I'm like, Brady, I nearly ran you over. And he has this like, bag of burgers. <laughs> I'm like, That's, I think you're thinking of someone else. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Louisa, okay. 17 days in to the yeah. internship. What's your uh, what's your favorite part about the interning so far? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to okay, I'm going to say having my own track account because I'm like 
very antsy about like my programming. So okay. being able to have being able to have control of my truck account is a huge unlock. That's cool. Who's paying you okay. to say um, this right now? Yeah. Is someone in, is someone in <laughs> CR paying you? Or no, like, no, this is, like, is Mike desperate. paying you to pay this? No, this? so like a- Andrew, I like messaged me because I did online training for like four months, like for hitting. And he messaged me. I was like, hey, do you have any like feedback for like the online training side? And I was like, yeah, give me access to the track account because like it's never right. <laughs> like I just want to fix it. And I, I kind of like, like with my programming, if I take a day off or something or like I get like something hurts or I don't want to do something that day. I want to be able to move it and not feel bad that right. I skipped it. Yeah. So if you ate too many having, cheeseburgers yeah. the day before, you know, you want to change it accordingly. Hey man, it makes sense. I, I would still talk if I was you. I don't eat as many as you. I do. have eaten dicks a lot, but I have never, <laughs> ever eaten seven burgers in one day. It was, it was like in the, yeah. You know oh. what? <laughs> Yeah, Just to be clear, no denial. I was hungry there. that day. It, I was hungry. Yeah, admitted. <laughs> I mean, Brady, she's still, she's still she's still like playing dog. What what's your excuse? She's playing. She's out there working out, bro. I'm still trying playing to get to the too. next level. I'm still playing too. When is last touch practice? Okay, first of all, I threw uh, multiple times last week. Also, I got to shave a couple strokes off my disc golf game. You know, I'm uh, I'm going three or four times a week. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, uh, you know, mid-season form. Hey, as soon as Washington goes to phase three, hockey freaks back in action too. So I'm very much. That might, that might be a while though. That might be a while. Yeah. I hope not though. I hope not. Oh, dude. It's all talk until it happens. Yo, Louisa, I will. Okay. Season. When do you want, when do you want to do live ABs? When do you want to do live ABs? Hey, give me a time and a place. I will uh, be there. Okay. I will be that. Trust me. Okay, give me like if a week throw, and a half to get ready. If you throw anything below 92, I will hit it. That's all I'm saying. Well, unfortunately, all my 92. fastballs are 93 to 94. So I hope so. <laughs> I hope you so. Wish, dude. Yo, yo, Luisa, as a as a as a top fan of the Drama R&D podcast, what what are your favorite moments? What are your what are your favorite moments in uh in our in our storied podcast history? Hmm. I mean, like. I mean, and the by the ones way, I did I, not prep her for this, so this is this no, is okay. off the cuff. Uh, the ones I, like I mentioned, I guess, like on my, my first like Twitter of like, oh, you guys, like I was so confused about the whole marathon thing. I was like, what marathon? I'm so confused. I was like, is it a real marathon? Is it like a computer marathon? I was like, I don't really know. And then Brady like complaining about not having a car. Oh, and it breaking down on the way to Arizona. I think it was. I was like, ha. <laughs> So okay, so I, I, something I, I, bad happening halfway. to me was your favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> oh, and okay, and another thing that I'm like really impressed by is that Brady sounds exactly the same in person than he does like on the podcast. Oh, so he's got okay. a good audio. It's because he's the. Yeah. It's because he records. He has on the primary the, host of the podcast, speed. or he's got one speed audio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, like uh, I told this to Caravan, but like when I would listen to you guys, like I would never watch anything like live or I'd never watch anything like on YouTube. I would only watch it on, like listen to it on Spotify and I would message Caravan when you guys didn't have it up on the Monday. Cause in Australia it was on Tuesday. So I like, oh. I was like a janitor at like a, like a shopping center. So this one day a week I would clean. I would have the pure joy of being able to listen to you guys. Cause I would be like cleaning. And I'd be like, okay, yes. Like this all makes sense because I like to keep learning. And it was just like, I'm working for something better. So being able to like hear you guys and talk about all the, Oh, I loved it when, um, Lindley, you'd bring up like past research things. And I like the blog that you're doing now where you just like post reviews on things. I would always go back and try to find the links to just read it. Cause you guys like summed up stuff like super well. And it was just like new and upcoming. And I know that no one else is talking about it. That's one thing I really liked about the podcast. But like, yeah, that was like kind of like how I listened to it. And it was just like, Especially when like Caravan and stuff was like talking about in like possible internships, I was like, "You guys are describing me." I was like, "Come on," <laughs> I was like, "No." So I don't know. Like that was super sick. Like being able to listen to you guys like in Australia, and then like throughout the whole time I was like for COVID stuff, and then like listening to you guys like when I was in LA, like driving to like the new facility, and then like listening to you guys like in the house, 
I would have to like hide it. Cause like I said, I was like, it's weird if I listen to you guys like in your own house. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It was like, so, it was super sick. It was honestly like, what a turn of events is what I'm going to say. Sure. But yeah. 34 episodes later. And you're- it's insane. I can't believe it. Anything like I said, possible? this is my favorite podcast. Yeah. Don't Just like me playing, uh, getting an AB off you. Am I right? Uh, okay. gonna... You can talk about that one. Um, He's got a nasty cutter. He's got a nasty cutter because it profiles as a slider. Because, I, I mean, I remember when I used to catch Brady, and I, I'm a pretty good catcher, but everything would just go arm side. I just couldn't catch anything. And it's only because his cutter was nasty. If it wasn't nasty, I would have been able to catch it. Are you? Oh, that's why. You're a right-handed hitter, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be really tough. I don't know, man. You're all tall. What are your thoughts on on sidearm right-handed? Hey, I've played against Japan. I could do it. Okay, so here's here's my strategy typically. Like, honestly, to be frank with you, what I'm going to do is first at bat, I'm probably going to beat. Okay. Fastball to the rage. So I win straight away is what you're kind of telling me. You can win the first one, but then after that, it's in your head, and then every slider I throw, you're just going to get out of the way. Honestly, I crush the inside pitches right now. Thank you to Tana, Tana Stokey, my my trainer. Uh, we're working on inside pitches uh, you know and what? sliders. So, all right. Um, all right, let's set this up. Let's set this up. Um, we'll find a time, one-on-one, five ABs. Maybe we we'll make it a weekly thing. If you do, if you get too demoralized, we can cancel it. Totally understand. We'll, uh, we'll I vlog mean, it. This will be the sec. This will be vlog number two for the Driveline RD podcast. Yeah, can, after uh, we, can, we can wager a bag of dicks on it, you know, a couple cheeseburgers. A bag? Both you guys need two bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do we could do live abs, and then we could have a cheeseburger eating contest afterwards. <laughs> I would crush that. Honestly, that that would be kind of fun. I would crush that. Uh, Yo, I, I get them deluxes. I'm in on a tandem eating contest. I'm I'm in, I'm down to go two v two on uh, on cheeseburgers. Caravans we'll, we'll, versus, over. Yeah. We go two v two. Caravans versus uh, Luisa and I. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Wait. What do you mean? You guys are both on the same team? Yeah, me and Luisa versus you and Andy. Ooh. You and your brother. I think we take that, dude. What? I don't know. I mean, I, just, I eat a lot I of burgers. Know, I don't know what Luisa. Are, are we talking? Are we talking like uh, how how long a time period are we talking? Are we talking like how many can crush in like twenty minutes? 30 minutes, an hour? Like, what are we talking? Uh, I guess, like, a reasonable time thing. Definitely not thinking about speed, but just, like, sheer quantity of, of burgers. I think I can I'm keep more up a with speed Andy. guy. It's I'm just whether or not Luisa guy. can beat you. You think I you can take my brother? I think I can take I Yeah. Lindley, you should be in our team too. You know what? But I, it's gonna be overpowered. I can eat more than all of you guys. So oh, okay. who thinks so, dude? Dude, you don't you do intermittent fasting, dog. You don't eat till four PM, bro. Exactly. And I crush the biggest meal of the day. Uh my the because I wait until wait to eat until the afternoon, then it's just a huge meal. I've always been able to eat a bunch. I actually think that I could eat more than all of you guys. I'm super in on that now. I I definitely wanna see it. This will be this will be the uh this will be the uh, I don't know what rematch. This, this will be the rematch published. from the from the mile race. Yeah, this, this will be the first vlog we published since the first one was kind of yeah. yeah. Also, Luisa, how has my uh, Twitter game been for the last five five or so days? Honestly, Carver, are you gonna make it more entertaining? Yeah. Uh, I... No, 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 no. You can't tell yeah, them that. This is good. You're not supposed you're, to tell them that. You're losing interest, man. I tell you. You're lucky in those likes, so. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I, I, <laughs> I just have to, like, I just have to, like, think about it. I, I just don't think about tweeting. So it's just, like, I have Lindley's Twitter. And then, like, I'm also, like, walking all day. And I just forget. And I'm just, like, uh, whatever. But but I'll, I'll, go, I'll go off. Wait, when does it end? Wednesday at 7, 12? Tomorrow. I'm pretty sure tomorrow at 7, 12. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'll, I'll go off then. My bad. Uh-oh. I forgot. I'll, I'll go off for sure. Luisa, I I shouldn't have mentioned Uh-oh. it. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Lindley. sorry for myself. Sorry, man. Uh-oh. I'm sorry if you're going to the bus like that. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Lindley, honestly, I think I got you a follower. I think I got you a follower, dude. I am back up. I'm back up. Yeah. Uh, I, I gained the ones that I lost. Nice. No, I'm, I've been getting you followers. What what you haven't been seeing also is the DMs I send and I delete right away. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. No. Don't put that in my head. No.
Anyways, we'll have uh, we'll have the link. We'll have the link to Luisa's uh, saber presentation in the description mm-hmm. and to her socials at Luisa Gauchi. We'll also include in the description below the amount of uh, Dick's cheeseburgers she's eaten since uh, moving to Seattle. It's a lot. You'll be. I'm amazed. gonna, I'm gonna so, say yeah. I'm gonna say fifteen, maybe sixteen. Fifteen like months, three eating? days. So. No, like three days. Like, yeah, give or take like a week. I've been there. Oh, no, I was there like what? 10, 10 days. Okay. You guys live like two houses down. Why can I have to? Like, I smell it driving past and I'm just like, I should get a burger for dinner. No, I just, my I just do it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm super not nah, good. I, I, I think you guys are underestimating yeah. me because I'm so shredded, but I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty fucking fast eater. Hey, bro. I mean, we. I'm down for the competition. I guess in November, December, whenever yeah. we can. Whenever, whenever. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, and then Brady, I'm down to uh, veteran live ABs because uh, I'm going to verse Eric Sim at the pro day. So I mean, oh, are you? May as well get. Yeah, he, he retweeted my my call out to him. So mm. need to get my practice in. I tell you, I, I'm trying to get Trevor Bauer <clears throat> to verse me, but we'll see. We'll but see how that. How long is Rachel going to be in town for? How long is Rachel going to um, be in town for? I think she has to actually she doesn't actually uh, doesn't actually have an end date, so she's I don't know, be here a while, maybe not a while. If you can get her to stay, if you can get her to stay until I get back there, I'm down. I'm down for a lifting contest. Yeah, move, she move said. Like, yeah, she <laughs> said you're into it. Yeah. Move some handicaps because like, but you know, caravan, caravan needs them. I think is what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's He's going to be very, very frail after a lot of walking. Bro, do you want me to pull up yeah. that muscle-up video again? Do you want me to pull up that shitty uh, quality muscle-up video and put it <laughs> to the to the Definitely camera not. again? That, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. Uh, links links will be in the description. Everyone, uh, thank you for listening. Driveline Research Unique's podcast, episode 34. We'll be back next week. Thank you.